Hi, welcome to Menopause Buddies. My name is Annie. I've set up Menopause Buddies with the aim of being a buddy to women starting on their perimenopause journey. It's a place where women can listen to other women sharing their experiences, what symptoms they had, how they coped and what therapies and strategies they've used to get through it. Join me every Sunday evening when I speak to a woman about her personal journey. I'll also be speaking to a variety of practitioners who have experienced helping women along the way. Welcome to the first episode of Menopause Buddies. I'm very excited to be starting my podcast. Also very nervous, but more excited. I had the idea to start a podcast on the menopause um, when I was going through the menopause, probably about five years ago. And I set up menopause talks in the gym that I was my local gym. And this was pre Davina. So it wasn't really talked about that much. And I had people come in to talk about mindfulness, to talk about HRT, talk about exercise, talk about all sorts of things that could help with the menopause. And what I found really interesting was that it was at the end of the talks that women got the most benefit. It was from talking to each other and, oh, you get that symptom. Oh, my word, what, how, how does that make you feel? And it was that whole just women talking to each other. And that's what everyone said was the most beneficial part of the, the seminar. And that made me think, oh, that's a good idea. And here I am about five years later starting the podcast. In this first episode of Menopause Buddies, I describe my own experience. In reality, it's only when I looked back on it a number of years later that I actually realized that my symptoms started a lot earlier than I thought they had. In those days, perimenopause wasn't really widely spoken about. You heard about the menopause and that was really when you thought it was when you're in your 50s, your period stopped for a year, then you were in menopause, and then a day later you were postmenopause. But that was when I thought all your symptoms started, like the hot flushes and all the other headline symptoms that we'd heard about. And there was no recognition or no publicity about anything to do with the years leading up to your perimenopause. And I think probably in my mid to late 40s, I started feeling a bit grumpy, but I thought it was just life and put it down to that. And I would probably fly off the handle a little bit quicker than I used to, but I didn't really think anything about it. It was, you know, it was, life was stressful. So I just thought that was me. And then I had to have a hysterectomy. Um, I had a large fibroid that had to be removed. And the gynecologist had said that that might put me into menopause. I kept my ovaries, but she said having my ovaries having been jiggled around a bit would possibly put me into menopause. And they did. Um, I remember, I think I was home maybe a couple of days from the hospital and I had my first hot flush and it, it wasn't too bad. I just, it didn't start from my toes. It started from my neck up and I had um, like a, just a, a whoosh in my face, like a really hot face. Um, and I never did get the really bad hot flushes or night sweats that a lot of women seem to get where you have to change or where you're drenched or where everyone would notice. I don't think anyone would have noticed when I was having one. And for me, um, in the winter, they were quite nice because they warm me up. 
but in the summer they weren't that pleasant, but I didn't get them that much. And one of the things that I didn't know about the menopause is that your symptoms aren't uh, consistent. They don't stay at the same level. So I would get hot flushes every now and then, and then they disappear for months and then they'd come back. But the, and I, I think that those early days, I didn't really get a lot of symptoms. I just got the hot flushes. I got the night sweats and probably got a bit more grumpy. Um, and I think that was about it for quite a few years. And then later, and I guess this is as the estrogen levels drop and the other hormones drop, I got other things. I got um, an irritable bladder. Now, that was one of the really annoying symptoms. It wasn't that I wanted to go in the normal way, like if you have cystitis, it, it was like something was pressing on that bit where you want to go and it was so annoying and it would last for a few days then it would go away it would come back in a few months and when it went away I forgot about it and then it would come back and I would think oh not again and um, I also got strange things like dizziness and uh, that was a bit scary so because dizziness you don't know what it is and um, also pins and needles. And again, you know, didn't know what that was, very scary, and went and got myself checked out and it was all fine. And it, it can be, or they can be, uh, some of the symptoms of menopause. And the thing I would say here is always go and get checked out just to make sure. And when you do get checked out and you find out it is a symptom of the menopause, it is a bit like winning the lottery because you think, oh my word, thank goodness. I'm okay. Um, and then they those symptoms subsided and they would come back every now and then and remind me that I was still going through menopause. Again, with the grumpiness, that was uh, probably for me, the grumpiness was the biggest thing until right near the end. And and what happened really near the end of, of my menopause was the memory loss. And, and that was also very scary. You know, my, my, family, I would ask a question and uh, my husband or my daughter would say, we told you that yesterday. And I would have no recollection of that conversation. That was the biggest sense of losing me because I've always been like an elephant. I remember everything. And to lose that part of me that is so integral to me was really, really difficult. And I would remember some things, but I didn't know what I didn't remember, if, if that makes sense. And it was very, very scary. And I didn't know that it was the menopause and didn't, didn't really bring it up because I was too scared. And I did go and discuss it with the doctor. In the end, it was menopause and the memory comes back. That's what I want to reassure everyone. The memory comes back. And again, that is really like winning the lottery. And right at the end, and although of course you don't know when the end of the menopause symptoms are, but the, the other thing that happened to me was I got anxiety. And again, I've never had anxiety before. I can be quite a stressy person, but I have never had anxiety. I've never had 
social phobias. I've never worried about any situation. I'm a person who can go into any situation and just get on with it. But I went through some really strange emotions and the anxiety was, it was like this sense of impending doom. I really felt something awful was going to happen. And at the very end, I remember having, I hadn't had hot flushes for quite a while and I would get these really full body hot flushes, almost from toe, tip of toes to top of head, completely hot flush. And then I would get this horrendous sense that something awful was going to happen. And it really was very, very difficult to deal with. And I would say I got those probably about 10 to 15 times. And I knew, I think I knew that they were to do with the menopause, but that's the really weird thing about the menopause. If you don't get the headline symptoms, you don't know that they are the menopause until afterwards. And whilst you're having them, they're a bit scary. But now that I can look back and see that my journey is finished, that was right at the end. And I, I suppose it was the the hormones sort of last hurrah. I don't know. That's my interpretation of it. And all of the anxiety and those feelings of impending doom have gone. The memory loss has gone. I'm back to being an elephant. I can remember everything, <laughs> which is good and bad. And all the other symptoms have gone. And I think that's the message that I just wanted to share with people who are in the middle of it, because when you're in the middle of it, you really cannot see a way out. And whilst there are some really difficult symptoms for some people, not everyone, I mean, a lot of people that I know haven't had nearly as many symptoms. I've seemed to have had quite a range <laughs> of them. And it's, whilst they are, they were difficult going through them, now that it's through, I've forgotten about them and I feel like me again. And it's been a long time since I've felt like me, you know, probably over the last eight years or so, you, you lose yourself a little bit. And I think now being able to look back reflect, reflectively, it's really, really a message that I want to pass on. It gets better. You might not get the symptoms that I did you'll get different symptoms. But the, the thing is that when you're talking about it, you don't get those symptoms all the time. They come and go. And they, yeah, you you work out ways to deal with them. But it's not consistent. I think it's almost like a shelf. You have a level and then there's a pause. And then the next time it comes back, there's another level. And yeah, it's it's not linear, the the, the symptoms that you have. And I didn't take HRT, largely because in those days, as my daughter would say, back in the olden days, um, I was too scared. You know, there was still that whole taboo about HRT and the the link to breast cancer. So I, I didn't. And I, I looked at natural ways to deal with it. Now, had I been going through the menopause now, I'm pretty sure I would have taken HRT. Um, but I, I didn't because I didn't feel comfortable with taking that risk. So I looked at all sorts of ways to deal with the symptoms that I had. And 
I would say for me, the most helpful thing that I did was mindfulness. Um, I, I would say that I'm quite a stressy person, quite a type A personality, always have to be busy, always on the go. And I think, that, of course, that builds up a lot of stress. And of course, stress is the worst thing for menopause, you know, women to be calm. And, and I did only 10, 15 minutes a day, coupled with a bit of yoga. And that mindfulness really, really helped. That pausing at the beginning of the day to just focus on the breath to stop, to calm down, to just be really, really, really helped me. And coupled with yoga and the flexibility that gave me, I would say that was the biggest thing for me. Um, I reduced my alcohol intake. Um, I always found if I had alcohol, I would have more hot flushes. And, you know, sometimes I would make the decision, okay, I can put up with that. But on the whole, I, I, gave it up or reduced significantly. Um, I did a lot of exercise. I, I was always quite sporty, so I, I, I increased my exercise. I made sure I did my steps, tried to do about 15,000 steps a day. Um, I was careful with what I ate. I tried to eat phytoestrogens to increase the estrogen in my body. And um, the other thing I think I talked about a lot – I had friends who were going through the menopause a lot and we we talked about it and were able to joke about it. And I think that, again, that was the other thing. Knowing I wasn't going mad, knowing I wasn't alone and knowing that I had people who were going through the same thing. I mean, the biggest, the, the strangest thing was was getting a cleavage in my fifties. I mean, who wants a cleavage in the fifties? You know, you nature's playing a joke on us. So it, yeah, it was laughing and joking with friends and being able to share the the indignity of menopause as a woman and just laughing. I, 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 I if it's one thing I would say is find the humor in it because even in the darkest place, you will find humor that will help you get through it. And that whole journey, when I look back on it now, it's really hard to believe I'm through it. And I think one one thing that was difficult in recent years for women going through menopause was COVID, because you couldn't share in the same way that we'd be enabled, we had been able to share. Um, and, and that being taken away from our friends, from just life and being able to do the things that were helping with the symptoms. I don't think that helped us, but anyway, that's just to, I'm putting that out there because if you were going through the menopause during COVID, just be kind to yourself because that was a really, really difficult time. And even if you weren't going through the menopause, I think a lot of us are suffering post-traumatic stress from having been through that COVID experience and everything that associated with it. So be kind to yourself. The menopause is also a reminder that we're aging. In society today, we can look like we're in our late 30s, early 40s, when actually we're in our late 40s, early 50s. And in a society where we're constantly bombarded by images of 
digitally and cosmetically enhanced women looking impossibly slim, toned, and youthful, it's not that great to be an aging woman. Uh, men are called silver foxes, but the adjectives to describe us are nowhere near as positive. You have to be brave and comfortable in yourself to be able to cope with the fact that you're aging. And those first signs of the perimenopause when your hormones are declining are an unwelcome reminder that aging has started. And then to suddenly be confronted with the fact that your hormones are declining, mm, don't want to think about that. But it's when you come to terms with it and when you confront it and realize that it's actually just a part of life. And when you find a way to deal with the symptoms that you have, because you will have your own unique set of symptoms. You could have a thousand women in a room and there will be a thousand different levels of different symptoms. And once you find your way through that, then you'll hopefully find that the journey is not as bad as you thought it was. And then when, like me, you get to the end of that journey, when your hormones have settled down, you'll realize that you've come through it much stronger, much wiser, and hopefully much happier. So I'm looking forward to sharing other women's stories with you as they transition through the menopause and tell you their stories. Thank you for joining me on this first episode of the Menopause Buddies podcast. I look forward to you joining me to hear other women's stories in the coming weeks. If you'd like to be on the podcast, feel free to email me on annie at menopausebuddies.co.uk. I'd love to share your story with my listeners.